great day, amazing human. Welcome to the Empowered In My Skin podcast, where our mission is to help 1 billion people in this world think in more empowering ways. Empower humans, empower humans. So you are in the right spot to become a lead domino for empowerment today. My name is Inke Chi. I'm not only your host, but I am a vibrant optimist obsessed to bring you empowering content with each episode. We will be bringing you content alternating between longer episodes with feature guests and shorter episodes called Empowering Bites, where I'll be joined by my co-host, Gabby Mamone. So if you're ready, let the show begin. Great day, amazing humans. Yes, welcome to the next episode of Empowering Bites. And today we're going into another short, fun and empowering episode. And I'm not by myself. No, never, not Empowering Bites. I'm always joined by the amazing, the fantastic, the phenomenal, the beautiful, the so creative, so innovative, so powerful, Gabriella. Gabby one B Mamode. What an intro. What an intro. What an intro. Thank you very much. You're so beautiful. Every time I see you and I hear you, we're always so energized together. What would do you think there's podcast owners out there or podcast hosts or co-hosts that have a a fear of public speaking? Oh. Everybody has a fear of public speaking, and that's, I think that's a great topic for today. So, um, and, and the reason this came up is because, and I, I don't mean to laugh because somebody might be, somebody who knows me might be listening to this and she's like, oh my God, she's talking about me. Um, but, um, but recently I'll share more of an experience yeah. that I had recently is, um, so I don't know that I ever had a fear of public speaking per se. Like, I don't think mm. I ever... I don't, I know that I would get, I know that I had nerves and then I quickly understood that, um, it tends to mean that you're thinking too much about yourself. Like, you know, am I going to mess up? Will I remember all the things I have to say? Will anybody be interested in all this, any other, so me, 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 me. But then I start to learn to turn it to being really, really excited. And now I just, I've got, I like, I'm on a next level, right? Like right now I recognize that anyone that shows up to listen to me, that's not who I'm talking to. Who I'm talking to are the people that they're going to impact. So everyone in the room I empower, and then it's the next person that I touch, right? And so I'm not even trying to get to the people in the room. I'm beyond the the room, which in my head, uh, and like I said, this is just my-ism, ism is that then helps me really bring a very powerful, passionate, you know, um, um, like experience for everyone there because I'm like, I am so going to inject in like wisdom and knowledge and experience, you know, experience and passion into you so much that this experience is going to transcend. Right. And so I'm after the the transcendence and that really helps me. It makes me feel pretty powerful before I step like as I'm delivering and before I even get to deliver. Yes, I've been in your audience many times. I've seen those standing ovations. I've seen people moved. I've seen people brought to their core in tears. And I've seen them compliment you and share your words of wisdom with others, which is exactly what you've just mentioned. So I agree. Now, why do you think, why do you think some people, many people have a fear of public speaking? 
Yeah, well, you you may have a little bit more information around the science of it. Um, mm-hmm. I I don't. I actually. I mean, that's what I'm saying. I'm I'm sure I've had it in some way or other. I think it. I think it is. I think it's the fear of rejection, which is so interesting mm-hmm. because our last episode was on rejection. Our last empowering bites was on rejection, yeah. but I think it's that whole. Um, it's very ego based, right? Like yeah. it's, am I going to? What if I mess up? What if nobody? likes me what if I freeze what if I I I yeah um so very very um and they're real yeah some are not like some are real some are not right like in the most case I would say the fears are not necessarily real um so but it's this whole I think focus around failure what are your thoughts yeah I think that there's like a physiology behind it because we have our nervous system. And as soon as it gets aroused, like a potentially threatening situation, when we're confronted with a threat, our bodies prepare for battle. Mm. So it's like, okay, our armor goes up. We, we, you know, this hyper arousal leads Mm -hmm. to this emotional experience of fear. And it really interferes with our ability to like perform comfortably. And so this is why I think it, it actually starts is people get fearful and their anxiety raises mm-hmm. because of these, um, this anxious feeling mm-hmm. they've mm-hmm. mastered the feeling of anxiousness and mm-hmm. then it, it comes out. And so your body almost wants to avoid public speaking mm-hmm. because that's the anxiety that's mm-hmm. caused, by it's caused by it. I, um, I had, um, recently to present in an environment that is still fairly new for me. Yeah. Um, but I was asked, I was asked and I knew, um, the experience was really one where, it was such an honor because it was for, you know, uh, my colleagues at work and it's just this really great opportunity to help make them feel excited and passionate about the work that we're doing, about, you know, the company that we work for and, and, you know, to be given that opportunity was truly a blessing. Not everybody gets it, you know? Yeah. And so I got massively excited about it. Then I decided to take on another challenge because I was asked, um, the company I, I, I work for, there's um, b- bilingualism, right? Yeah. And uh, I was asked if I would say the opening and like say hello and goodbye in French. And I was like, well, I was like, if you're going to give me French, like I'm by, like, I've been bilingual, yeah. like, let me speak French throughout, like weave it in and out. So it's not just, oh, she said it's something at the front. She said, yeah. like, <laughs> I said no, it needs to be, if I'm going to do it, let's do it. You know, like, you know what I mean? Like, I was like, let's just do yeah. it. Right. If I'm going to do it, let's go all in. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, they get, it, it was good. It was a good amount of French English kind of back and forth, you know, and I and I did what I would do in situations that I think could help anyone when you have to you start to prepare. And so once I understood, I mean, I knew the script, I understood the script, I understood the words I was saying. What I really want to make sure was that I had the right pronunciation. I'm not French. You know, I'm not French born yes. and French is not my first language. And so I did what what would make sense. I got with somebody who speaks French as a first language. And I said, can you help me with the pronunciation? And I started to learn how to enunciate the word in French, you know? So I would say, alors tout le monde, et vous prêt pour une petite compétition amicale. Voici cinq questions, you know? And then I was like, okay, I can allow my personality to come through. Like, I'm not going to be so energetic in English and then not energetic in French. I said, but I have to practice that. So what I chose to do, is I said, you know what? And I do this all the time with all my speeches, like the You Matter speech and all this, any other, is I practice where I'm not supposed to deliver the speech. 
So what that means is I'll be at the gym. I'll be at a public washroom. I'll be walking through the mall. I was on the street of at, at Albert Street and uh, Slater, and I was at the light, and I was crossing the street, and I was like, bonjour! And then, you know, and people, and I, and I don't care. The whole idea is for people to look at me and wonder, what is she doing? Because if yeah. I can make that feel comfortable, then imagine yeah. how comfortable I'm going to feel where I'm doing it, where people know I should that's be doing awesome. it, right? And so, so that's awesome. just a tip like that I can give to people is like, like, if you're going to go all in and be do something scary, go all in, go all yeah. in. And that's yeah. one of the things I've learned that's helped me is practice whatever it is that you need to say. Yes. In places where it's weird to say it, like, you know, at the mirror in front of the gym where everyone working out around you is looking at you and wondering what the heck is she saying <laughs> in yeah. the mirror, yeah. you know, and you'd be surprised. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. I absolutely love that. I could see you walking in the mall saying, you matter. Walk like you matter. I'm walking down the mall with your swag. I do. I, I, remember this one t- I remember this one time I was doing it at a public wash and washing my hands and speaking. And this girl says, what, what is it that you, what do you, what is it that you're talking about? I said, oh, I have to deliver a speech. I'm I'm in a speaking competition. I'm like, do you want to hear my speech? And she's like, yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. And then after she's I like, oh it. my God, she started crying because at the parts I cried that she felt emotional. And I was like, oh, you know, it's working. Oh my gosh, I love it. I love it, love it, love it. Do you think that one of the other reasons why someone may feel anxious about public speaking is their confidence, like lack of skill, not understanding the how to build a story and not understanding how to connect with the audience, the the skill behind it. So I I hope you're okay. I'm going to turn that question back to you because um, I know that you currently have like a speaking program Mm -hmm. and you would have live participants that have probably have some at point through the program shared. So what have you gleaned from the different um, people? Yes, I would say yes. Because I think that we all, I know we all have a story to share and being able to connect with your audience, storytelling is very, very important, just as you shared your story about uh, speaking in French. And so that allowed us to connect with you and be there with you. So with the skill piece, yes, I mean, some people consider themselves naturally great speakers but there's always room, obviously, for growth. And then there's others who definitely need to work on their skills. They know their craft. They know their industry. They know how to communicate. But yet maybe they're feeling like they require more skills, like they have to enhance their skill set. And you do that by increasing your competence in public mm-hmm. speaking through exercising mm-hmm. that nerve, mm-hmm. that muscle, that experience, mm-hmm. that comfort mm-hmm. level. And mm-hmm. so I do absolutely highly recommend any sort of training and there's tons of opportunities of how to increase skills but i definitely i definitely believe the skill is is a part of it yeah just like, going to the gym. Just like you, you, well it's just like yeah. professional athletes get trained and exactly. coaches and this any other and uh yeah. it's interesting so more recently like really recently i had somebody reach out and a couple of people actually getting ready to do some talks and they're like oh you know i just do you you there's a way that you captivate the audience and I really want to see if I can spend some time to learn from you and this, any other. So back to what you're talking about, like a little bit of coaching here and there. And there was mm-hmm. two things. So one of them is that I'm so nervous about speaking. I'm so nervous about public speaking. So I just said, when was the last time you were in public? Yeah. And they were like, sorry. I was like, when was the last time you were in public? And they said, yesterday. I said, okay. And when you were there, did you speak to anybody? 
And they said, yes. I said, so you are a public speaker. (laughs) She's like, no, well, what I mean is like, you know, there's going to be like a thousand people in the room. I said, okay. I said, so we've established that you're a public speaker, but now when there's a thousand people in the room, you now start to get a little bit nervous. So would you be as nervous if there were 999 people in the room? Yeah. And she's like, I'd still be nervous. I said, so is it 500? Like, is it 400? Like, what's your number <laughs> where you're not nervous? <laughs> like, like, let's at least identify what that number is. What's yeah. your threshold? Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then we can work up from there. Because then we can understand what does one more person yes. in the experience mean to you? Like, why are you putting so much value on how many people are in the room? I said, I gave up asking time ago how many people are going to show up because it really doesn't matter doesn't matter it really doesn't right and so I said to her and back to that you know maybe we need to focus for your one undone one and done yeah right and that one may not even be in the room that one might be in another room at a dinner table at a in an elevator shaft like it's going to be somebody from that room that then shared that message with them and that's the person that you were intended to touch right Yes. And so it was, I think that, you know, what I'm trying to say is like, sometimes we just need to dump it down, like distill yes. it down. Like she has this whole thing about public speaking, but then when it came down to, okay, well, what's the, what's the number where this actually becomes a fear for you? Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. like what's that number? You know? <laughs> and, uh, and when we can't, and sometimes when you can't even answer that, then is it real? Like, right. you know, right. and so start from there. Like, I think there's. <laughs> yeah, I, I think there's some things like that. And then the other one was um, sometimes we're really influenced by the people that are going to be in the audience. Yes. And so one of the comments that had happened here is that there might be some people in the audience and, you know, they're very serious and they, they're not going to like, you know, if jokes are told. And I said, so I said, I'm going to challenge that. Because yeah. if you start to conform to what you think those in the audience, one, you're never going to please everybody. That's another thing. So the best thing to do is to please yourself, to go out there yeah. and go all in and be who you are. Because I can tell you this, if you are somebody who tells, let's just say you tell stories and in the stories you, you, you interweave jokes in there, it's going to yeah. be so organic. Yes. And so smooth and so flow because you're presenting as you are. They won't even notice that you told a joke. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 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 But if you don't tell a joke and yet you are somebody who finds you find it very easy to bring humor in in a way to get people to understand concepts and you keep it very stiff. Well, guess what? You're going to you'll you'll be it'll be a very stiff delivery. Yes, that's exactly right. Absolutely. And, you know, we, you and I, have a lot of stage hours under our belt. We've had a lot of experience. So I think it's it gets a little bit, it does, it got easier over time, right? When I was a novice speaker, I remember having the trembling and the sweating and the dry mouth and the increased heart rate and all the things that sometimes people experience when they are fearful of public speaking. But through experience, I videotaped myself. Mm -hmm. I watched myself back. I learned to get feedback. I joined some clubs and organizations that would give me really constructive criticism. And the key is to address what the fear is or address what the issue is. Like for me, as an example, 
I get a lot of saliva in my mouth. Mm -hmm. So knowing that, I just have to swallow more. Mm -hmm. Whereas others have the opposite. Mm -hmm. They get a dry mouth. Mm -hmm. Great. Have water beside you. Some people sweat. Great. Make Mm -hmm. sure you have a tissue and wipe yourself down. Mm -hmm. Like address the issue so that Mm -hmm. it's not an issue anymore. Mm -hmm. And then you just Mm -hmm. deal with it. And then as you get more confident, it just kind of goes away. Yeah. I I sweat in the most unfortunate place. Yeah. (laughs) I hate it. (laughs) And as you said, like, as we've got more stage time, you can course correct over time. So I've learned not to wear certain types of outfits and colors and stuff like that. So that if I do sweat, it doesn't show, you know, it's not so show. Yeah. But it's, it's quite interesting because like I said, everyone, their fear comes out in different places. And it's not that it's absent for us. I love what Gabby's saying there. It's not that it's Mm -hmm. absent for us, but we've, we've, we accept that that's true or real and we've learned ways to combat it so it doesn't become a problem so I think it's like start to distill this down break down the challenges that you have find solutions for them and keep pressing forward I think it's yes and the other thing I would say that um I was inspired by what you how you just started this that last bit you were talking about is um yeah we have these stages I do will tell I will tell you that I created my stage you see yeah. yeah, I um, people have been like, you know, how did you get into public speaking? I said, you know, I, I well, I've been speaking since I was a kid, so in public, mm-hmm. so I've always been a public speaker. But when I had a yes. message, it was when I became was when I had a message, right? Really, and I want to yes. share it. Yeah, I just picked up my phone, and I That's used awesome. to just talk to myself. Like, like Amazing. you're obviously talking to yourself, but you know you're talking, but you're, it's to share with other people outside. And then empowered my skin, you know, created a stage you know, start to use that stage. And so maybe sometimes it's creating these opportunities so that you can actually start to this, like get more comfortable with the areas with things Mm. in life that you're uncomfortable with. I love that. Did I ever share with you how I felt that I got started as a public speaker? Mm -mm. No. So I am a firm believer that to be a public speaker, you need to know your topic. Mm -hmm. And for those that don't know, I have multiple sclerosis and living with MS, I'm an ambassador with the MS Society of Canada. And so what that means is voluntarily, I support people that have MS. Sometimes they just need somebody to talk to. Sometimes there's events. Sometimes I'm a host of an event, an MC, whatever that looks like. That's a topic that I know a lot about. I know that topic so well, very, very well. And I found myself being very confident, being able to speak about neurological disorders and lesions in the brain and myelin and all these things relating to MS because I knew it so well from the research that I've done and the the discussions that I've had. So because I had confidence in that topic, it actually allowed me to morph into other topics. And then I knew I had a voice. And then from there, that's when I started building some other skills. Because believe it or not, with a name like Abby, even though I gab and I like to talk, I became someone who practiced. I learned the technical side of things. I challenged my worries. I visualized my success. I read and reread and course corrected my material. I didn't fear silence Mm -hmm. because sometimes you have to be still in a speech. There Mm -hmm. needs to be pauses. Mm -hmm. There needs to be silence. If Mm -hmm. I forget big deal, I can Mm -hmm. make a joke about it or I can Mm -hmm. be silent and I would get support and I would practice in front of people. And 
all of these things, all of these tips helped me become a very confident speaker. Mm-hmm. And it's not cocky. I used to be a novice speaker. Now I'm a paid speaker. And yeah, mm-hmm. I do get standing ovations. And yeah, I do ex- impact people globally. And I'm proud of it. I love I'm proud it. Of it. I can say I am. I love it. I had the pleasure of following Gabby after she got a standing ovation at a speech <laughs> not too long ago. And the joke yeah. is I, I walked on stage and the common thing, and, and anyone listening to this, okay, this is our, yeah. this is the party message coming out of this episode is no matter who speaks in front of you do not get on that stage and say how do I follow that yeah you follow that yeah you follow that and the way and best way to do that is you take everything that that speaker the passion the excellence the 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 whatever was great and phenomenal about the whatever they shared and you you pull that all into you 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 absorb you suck all that up (laughs) and you now take that and use that to empower you to go and deliver whatever it is that you were there to deliver and we need to stop diminishing ourselves out of the gate by saying how do i follow that no from here on forward if you are watching and empowered in my skin empowering bites this topic with me and gabby you follow that Yes, I love it. Oh, I love this topic. We could go on and on, but with Empowering Bites, we like to keep it short and sweet. So this is where I say I'm in Chien. And I'm Gabby with 1B. And this is where we say we're out. Bye-bye. Bye. (laughs) There you have it. I trust you are feeling more empowered in your skin. As the late Dr. Maya Angelou said, when you get, you give. When you learn, you teach. So it would mean so much for us at EIMS if you would share this episode and tag us or teach an insight that you took from today's episode on your socials and tag us. Feel free to leave us a review over at iTunes and follow us on social media at Empowered in My Skin. Finally, remember to subscribe so you never miss an episode. See you soon.